Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Hello, and today I want to talk about handing over control. I think a lot of us, when we're in business, we become control freaks, whether it's innate or whether we develop the habit. But what I find is that when you start out in business, you're having to do everything. So you've got to work out what you're selling, create it, source it, work out how you're going to market it, do some bookkeeping, look at your numbers, keep track of everything. And as you grow, potentially employ people, you're going to have to negotiate with suppliers and enter contracts, all sorts of things. You do it yourself. And what happens is when you do it yourself, you get a bit controlly. You know, you kind of feel like you've got to take control of everything, which is fine. You do have to make all the decisions. It is your business after all. So that's really important. But what can happen is as your business gets a bit further down the track and you have more volume and it starts to take off, it becomes very hard to hand over control. And I know that because I'm the same. Like I... I'm such a control freak. I'm probably not that bad, but I do, you know, there's been elements in my past where I've had staff and I've had a team around me and, you know, there are things that I I just don't let them do because I think I can do it better or perhaps I don't trust them to do it as well as I want or for them to follow through and do it in a timely manner, all sorts of things. And a lot of that comes down to managing expectations around giving the control to someone else. And as a business owner, you must never, ever completely abdicate control of any aspect of your business. By all means, have other people responsible, but they have to report to you and you still need to have your finger on the pulse of what is happening. It's vital, absolutely key. So when you're starting to look at bookkeeping and accounting and keeping track of your records in the early days, I know for so many people, numbers just isn't your bag. And I get that. It's not, you know, numbers aren't for everybody. I completely understand. But one of the things that I have found is that when you start out in business and you do wear all the different hats of everything to do with the business, whilst there is any a tendency and a you know, kind of desire, shall we say, to not have to think about the numbers, not worry about the numbers, and as long as you've got money in the bank, you're okay, that kind of thing. What that does is you actually have already handed over control by not taking control. So my advice always when you're starting out in business 
is from the get-go, if you're serious about being in business, you're in business. You're not having playing around. It's not a hobby. It's a business. And you need to tr- treat it like a business right from the very, very beginning. And the, one of the first things to do from my aspect of what I talk about is you need to set up a proper accounting system. And I'm sorry to say, but a shoe book's full of receipts is not an accounting system. It's a pile of records. A spreadsheet with all your information, again, it's a record, but it is not an accounting system. And I put to you also that whilst a spreadsheet might be relatively easy to keep and it's cheap, you've already got some kind of spreadsheet system on your computer, it will take you a lot more time. You will spend more money on accounting fees at the end of the day. And it is just not the right way to start out a business when you're in business and it's a serious business and you're going to make money out of this business and it's your passion and your desire and it's, you know, it's everything you want it to be. Treat it seriously. Set up a proper accounting system. Oh, got, got an itchy nose. What does an itchy nose mean? That mean I'm going to make money? Anyway. No, that's an itchy palm, isn't it? I don't know. What does an itchy nose mean? Anyway, um, back to your bookkeeping accounting records. One of the benefits of doing it yourself in the early days is you really start to understand how the money flows in and out of your business, what the numbers are, how you need to treat them, what you need to be looking for, what you're looking at. And it gives you a foundation that will stand you in really good stead down the track when you do hand over control of the bookkeeping to a bookkeeper or someone else who's got preferably some bookkeeping capability. Handing it off to family and friends, yeah, it's okay, but you really need someone who knows what they're doing. And when I'm saying handing over control, I'm actually saying handing over the doing of it. Ultimately, you still need to control it. You still need to be reviewing it. You still need to check what the bookkeeper has done. You know, even with experienced bookkeepers, they still from time to time do some strange things and put, you know, just allocate payments into odd accounts that you look at it and go, you know, that's not what that is. I recently was looking at uh, some figures with a client and she had something in, in a contractor uh, expense line. She said, I'm not paying contractors. We delved into it. And what it was was a reimbursement for travel because the person's an employee, not a contractor, and it was some travel costs and airfare for attending some conference, I think, or attending meetings. doesn't matter. It was travel costs, not, not contractor costs. So just it is still key to keep an eye on it because your bookkeeper may not always get it right. And over time, they'll learn and know more about your business. But certainly, particularly in the early days, you need to give, keep a bit of an eye on it and check it. So the, for me, the, the advice is start your business seriously, take control of it, do the work to the point where you understand what's happening and you have a volume of business to do that means you now need to take the time that you're spending on the bookkeeping and do something more productive with it and 
when you start to go, you know, that I can pay a bookkeeper X dollars an hour. If I do some productive work or some marketing, I can make more than that an hour. So looking at where's the cost benefit. But the reality also is that with the new online accounting systems, and they're not that new anymore, to be honest, but with the online accounting systems, it automated so much for you. They'll remember things. Like, you know, I, I, I'm a big believer in and supporter of Xero, X-E-R-O, and it, if you're doing your bank reconciliation, it remembers every month when your bank charge figure comes up that that's bank charges. You can set it up to automatically remember those things, but it's got its own internal algorithm that remembers like-minded expenses. If you're paying, you know, the same supplier every month, it will start to remember and will will pre-fill with how you answered, how you allocated those costs last time. So in a small business in starting out, your bookkeeping might take five minutes a morning. Not even that. You could do it once a week and take five, ten minutes and you're done. And that's so much quicker than typing up everything into a spreadsheet that then some accountant or bookkeeper, probably an accountant, is going to have to dissect and pull apart and create your accounting records from. My world, in every aspect of your business, you should never hand over control. Hand over the doing of it, but keep control of it yourself. Make sure that the people who are doing things for you, whether they're employees, contractors, outsource, whatever model you choose to use, that you are keeping an eye on it, that you are managing them, and ultimately you have control of what's happening. Because it is your business, the buck does stop with you, and the responsibility for everything in your business, it's yours. Your success is in your hands. Take control of the success and don't necessarily have to deal with some of the doing when you've built yourself up to the point where you don't have to. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.